0: Hey guys, uh, welcome back to SRC Live. I am your host, Tomi. And on today's episode, we'll be joined by three wonderful members of the council. And we're going to have a deep dive into the roles at SRC and get to know them a little bit more about what they do on a day to day and also talk about business matters. kick it off. Can we have our president to kick us off?
1: Sure. So hi, everyone. It's really great to be here today. Um, My name is Raquel Portis, and I am the president of Koppelman School of Business Student Leadership Council. We are currently going through our first event for the um, semester. It's Business Matters Week. We kicked off our first event today. We're really excited about that. Um, My current major is finance, and I'm also majoring in business management. So I basically have a double major and a double minor. Really excited to be here. I'm very proud of my director of podcast, Tomi, who's leading us into today's podcast. And I can't wait to hear the questions, to share more about Kouplman School of Business and the Student Leadership Council, and just to get to know you guys. So thank you for having me, Tomi. It's a pleasure to be here.
0: It's a pleasure to have you on, uh, Raquel. Uh, I would say it's been a wonderful experience being a member of SLC. And I'm going to go to Nazifa.
2: Hey, everyone. This is Nazifa Islam. Um, I am I'm majoring in information systems. And I am a new, almost a new mem- mm-hmm. member to KSLC. And I'm enjoying it so far. Um, yeah, that's it.
0: And <laughs> back by popular demand, we have Kimberly.
3: Hi, everyone. I'm back. And it's I'm Kimberly, as you guys may have noticed, I guess. Um, I'm the director of operations here in the Koppelman Student Leadership Council, and I'm majoring in public accounting. And I'm just excited to be here again and just be here with the host.
0: Just In case you missed the first episode, Kimberly's my boss. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on to our first segment uh, called "Did You Know BC?" So this segment, I will be asking our guests various questions about BC. So basically, just testing your knowledge about how well they know the school. Kimberly, from experience, knows how tricky this question might they might be. So she has experience. So lean on Kimberly for some advice. (laughs) Are you guys ready?
1: We're ready.
3: Uh, (laughs) Hi.
0: My first question: what are, the, what are the official colors of BC? You guys know the official colors of BC? The official colors? Yeah, official colors. Oh,
1: of I think that's burgundy and gold, or or mustard.
0: <laughs> that's like a thirty out of thirty percent of a hundred. Oh, oh wow! wow.
1: Oh, sure. The There's... official colors you're yeah. talking like the very first colors,
0: and like the official colors that symbolizes the school.
3: I think I have an idea
1: um i don't know it's it's one of the colors in the red family or burgundy family and a color
2: in the yellow family <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. oh that's a that's a good guess Nasifa, what do you have
2: i think yeah i agree with Ra- Raquel.
0: i mean can you just give me
2: uh it's probably red or maroon and the mm-hmm. yellow
0: okay uh, and is like 50 percent there <laughs> take us all
2: i
3: think it's maroon and either black is it black maroon no okay so it has to be like yellow so it's like maroon and is it gold maroon and gold okay
0: so kimberly's it was the closest it, was, it is maroon gold and warm gray warm gray yeah i
3: haven't seen that i've was, never seen green i
0: <laughs> I, I just googled it, it like warm gray I'm like yeah so that's good first question out the way the next question what would, when was bc built like when did oh you see uh um, origination?
1: When <laughs> you putting in question? These are these are these are really embarrassing. This is super hard. You guys
0: um, you guys are like student council for business. You guys you know this. Yeah.
1: So we're learning, everyone. So please bear with us. And I'm sure as you guys listen to the podcast, you'll learn as we are learning as well. So I'm gonna take it all the way back.
0: How back we talking?
1: Like nineteen fourteen?
0: No, <laughs> oh, no, great. <bear laughs> By the way, Raquel has your laptop, so you cannot Google. I'm
2: not. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm literally we here. We see it. I'm She's not being near. here. <laughs> oh, That's yeah. so funny. Does anyone else have a guess? 1971. I,
0: 1971? I
2: 1971? Yeah. Oh, no. 72? Oh. Nah. 5?
0: Too far. Too far.
3: Too far.
2: 65? Oh, I'm
3: oh, sorry. Oh, um, and no, it's okay. It's okay. Um, This is funny. This is a funny question because outside of the buildings, like Boylan Hall, I think, has, like, on the side... It has the the year it was built. And I think that was the first ever building established. I don't know if I'm correct. Okay. And I think it says like 1936. Right? Am I right?
0: She's close. It was 1930. So- oh, <laughs> give it up for Kimberly. Up for Kimberly. <laughs> and my final question What's the name of our official mascot?
3: Bulldog. Yeah, Bulldog. What's the name? Oh, Buster. Buster the Bulldog. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a real broken college girl.
0: Yeah. You see, that wasn't that bad. It was
3: good. It was really good.
1: And I like those questions.
0: Quick icebreaker into the podcast. It was really
1: good. Yeah.
0: And that's a wrap for the Did You Know segment. Coming up in the next segment, we're going to be having a deep dive to get to know our guests. So stay tuned. back so back to segment two this is where we get to know our guests a little bit more so how are you guys doing today and i forgot to ask that my bad how are you guys doing today you guys are not good well um
1: i'm hanging in there i'm hanging in there it's been a tough week it's been a tough few weeks
0: do you want to unpack that I sound like a therapist. I'm sorry.
1: Oh, I don't know. I don't know if this is the form to unpack it, but um, it's just been really tough. Um, dealing with a loss and a lot. So I'll leave it there.
0: We're so sorry to hear that. Our condolences. And being a president and like running all that you do, we just want to say we appreciate you for always showing up each each and every single day.
1: Thank you. That means a lot. Thank you.
0: Nazifa, how are you doing today? Midterms?
2: I'm just tired.
0: <laughs> <laughs> how, how did your midterms go?
2: Um, I almost failed my economics one and other subjects, I don't have midterms, so I'm good. <laughs> fingers
0: crossed on that economics. Yeah,
2: fingers crossed.
0: And really how are you doing
2: today?
3: Um, today was, I feel like, a good day. Um, we had, as Raquel mentioned, we had our first event, <laughs> Business Matters. And I would, for the most part, say it ran smoothly. We were a little bit stressed out because it's her first presidency and it's my first business managers event. So just seeing that unravel was very like you learn, you learn a lot, you know, and it was just it was a good day today. And the week just started. So I don't know how it's going to go, but hope so. <laughs>
0: hey, guys, by the way, we four were up to like uh, 8 p.m. last night on the Zoom calls, trying to four. analyze business matters, trying yeah. to make sure it went really well. So hope you guys had fun for the first day. Stay tuned, please come back. There's more exciting stuff coming. Uh, I just wanted to to the audience for those who might not know what Business Matters is. Raquel, do you mind just walking us through what today was and in terms of like sure. how the event went and like the reception? Yeah, so so
1: Business Matters is a. Uh event that is a yearly event that takes place um during the fall. It's led by our dean, Dean Wu, and we as Student Leadership Council supports the dean in making sure that the events run smoothly. It's a four-day event and we normally bring guests from outside external industry, whether it's a recruiters, whether it's anyone that is special in the areas that we are Featuring, for example, this year's theme is generative AI and business, but we're not focusing on business solely. We're really looking at how is generative AI transforming or shifting the way we think, how we do things um, in all of the different schools here at Brooklyn College. So this event is hosted on a yearly basis. The, D- the dean basically um, selects the speakers, work with those that are available and at these events, we really get to go deeper into topics and areas within the scope of business. And in this example, generative AI to understand what is the impact, um, how can we think about these topics or these areas as students, and how do we basically formalize that information with what we're studying? Because as we're studying, we have to be prepared to enter the workforce with the knowledge that we're getting here at Brooklyn College, and then basically how do we platform into society, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And these industry leaders, like today we had Daniel Alvarez who talked about generative AI, and he talked about a myriad of topics um, that were geared to us as students. So in short, you know, Business Matters Week is really a great opportunity for students to show up to get to know the experts who we bring into the college to engage with students and also to really spread your wings. You know, coming to school is really important, but also having student life is also very important as well. And these events are opportunities that you have to meet other students, to learn about clubs, to learn about different things that are happening. So I would really encourage everyone, if you're Listening to this podcast, share it with a friend, and you know tag yourself. Fall every s- semester, we're going to be having Business Matters Week, and it's an event that I recommend that you invite your friends. It doesn't matter what school you're from, but yeah, tell me that is what Business Matters Week is.
0: Thank you so much, Raquel. Unfortunately, to our audience, I cannot guarantee that next time you attend Business Matters in the coming year that you would have Raquel as a president. So. You might be missing out on that. <laughs> uh, Question. I had a question. Not a question. I had a confession. I didn't attend today's business. <laughs> yeah, it's a bad look. I had a conflicting uh event that I had to go to. So, Nazifa, what would you say was the key lesson you got from the event? Both, both as a council member and as an audience in the just listening to the speaker
2: so today's topic was about ai artificial intelligence uh, so basically uh, the speaker really talked about all how ai could impact jobs and like our life casually in every spe- aspect of life it can uh uh impact us and he also talked about uh like how like he took a lot of questions from the audience, like the students there. And it really helped us like know a lot about AI because we had this assumptions about AI, it's gonna destroy the world <laughs> and you know what it is. But it's nothing like that. So he described it really nicely. And as a club member, I would say, I enjoyed the event, like man, like the backs, uh, backstage of the event, if if you say. Like the background, what's happening in the background, everyone managing it. Like it looked like an event, like um, like everyone was there and it was all well organized, but the things we had to do to organize that. So, yeah. So I learned a lot today.
0: Oh, That's good. Can, we, can you speak to the, I know you were like partly the brains behind the event in terms of like the ERFs, the there's a bunch of stuff that you did that I yeah. remember but like there was just just a ton. How would you say you've grown through that aspect from like just seeing it as seeing it come to fruition how would you say you felt?
3: Um, so as I mentioned before definitely a lot of lessons learned. Um, I do believe that in the future one of the ways that we could improve in would be filing the ERFs, ERFs beforehand and just Overall, I we kind of were scared that it was going to come out bad. But honestly, it turned out really well. And wait, can you repeat the question?
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. I just, in terms of, like, having put, uh, having, having put in enough, like, hard work and effort into the event, how did you feel seeing it come out to fruition?
3: Oh, okay. Well, sorry. So then I answered it wrong. Okay, so um, honestly, I felt really proud of us. Um, especially like our newest members. I know that we came, I, I am kind of sort of like a new member because this is my first Business Matters that I've attended, but like Nazifa and Peter, they're our newest members. And I'm just really proud of us because I know that, especially myself, and I, I don't know if I'm speaking for Nazifa here, but I came, I was like a little shell, like I didn't really like break out of the shell. And just being at the event, like really made me like socialize and like a network. And so- what's it called i just overall i'm proud of like our whole council because we all work together to make sure that this event happened just for our students in order to, for them to learn something and hopefully they took something with them that they could use in the future they could talk about it in an interview you know or just like spread the knowledge and yeah i'm just overall just proud of us and i really hope you attend on thursday
0: i just realized for those of you that are listening you like what the hell does an ERF mean like, I event
3: request event. form mm-hmm. there we go yeah
0: just, just so you guys know all right moving into trying to get you guys to know you guys on a deeper level uh we had kimberly last week so kimberly might not be as she can you can chime in yeah
3: but of course just highlight them I, yeah. they already know about me <laughs>
0: Raquel, I, this question is specifically sure. for you why did you want to become a member of slc because mm. i remember when you joined yeah, because I joined much earlier. I'm I'm a vet. I think I'm a
1: vet.
3: I'm a vet. I'm That's a vet. so funny.
1: Okay, so <clears throat> I want to make sure I give a clear answer because I'm working on being succinct. So I would say when I started Brooklyn College, um, I definitely wanted to do more. And let me first disclaimer: I'm a non-traditional student. What's a
0: non-traditional
1: student, Erica? So a non-traditional student is a student who works full-time and attends school full-time. So I am not just going to school with no other responsibilities. But returning back to college, I know that naturally I am an overachiever. And I say that because (laughs) I can't sit and not do more than what I am given to do because I do have the ability to take on more and produce more. And it's one way for me to think clearly in some essence. So when I saw that Brooklyn College had the leadership opportunity, the way it was basically showcased to students, I was like, yeah, I want to be a part of a team where I can be more of a leader and I can drive initiatives. So I applied and I interviewed with our then president Isha. And the interview went well. I was really excited about it. And I think also, too, because I was looking into, you know, recruiters and making sure that you have something as well on your resume. So I know a lot of people do that. Like they were like, I'm going to join a club because I just need to have it on my resume. So that was also part of it as well. And it's okay if that is the main reason for anyone that is listening. But for me, I really wanted the exposure. I wanted to get to know the school a little more and to also figure out where or who I am dealing with a very diverse group of students. So I got onto the the SLC team, and that's where I met Tommy, who is the veteran here.
0: (laughs) Can you speak to the interview process? Because I remember when I was doing my interview, I wasn't home. I was at the library and I didn't have any any reception i had to do it on my phone it was all a mess how was your interview process
1: um from what i can remember so it was really good i like the way isha conducted the interview i interviewed with only isha at the time
2: Shout out to
1: Isha. yeah so okay. she asked a lot of questions of course there is a set a set list of questions that we have to ask every student and one of the key criteria is that you have to be doing well Academically, because it it really takes students who have some level of control over their workload and they have very good time management because being in SLC is really demanding. It's not something where you think you can just come and twirl your fingers, like it's work every day. So um the interview went well with Isha. She asked a few um very Behavioral questions like what would you do if you had, for example, the option to lead or to follow, which one would you choose, and you know those type of questions. So of course I answered them well because I'm mm-hmm. here. Um, but the interview was very straightforward. It really prepares you for even an interview with an employer. So that's what I would say, um, Tommy. And I can just also just add something to that, Tommy, if it's okay. Yeah. So being the president. Now, where I'm on the other side with Isha, one of the things that we're doing differently is as students submit the application. And Kimberly has been very supportive in making sure that because Kimberly runs our operation and it's a huge part of our organization. So when we send out the request for, you know, we have open application season, which really begins in September, August, September, we interview students. One of the things that I'm doing differently is GPA is important, but we do recognize that we are a very diverse school. Student goes through different scenarios and situations, and their GPA might be impacted. While it is a consideration, it does not limit you from joining the club because maybe your GPA fell for a reason. Maybe you're going through something challenging. You know, we are no longer making that a barrier, but it is important. I hope you understand. So it is important that you maintain and do well, but it's not a barrier. So I don't want anyone listening to this podcast and think, oh, my gosh, I have a 2.7 GPA or 2.8 and I want to get in, but I can't. I would say apply. Write your story. There is a few requirements that you have to fill out. Fill them out. Let us look at that. Let us as a team review it and invite you to interview.
0: You guys just got a whole spill of the application process. Mm-hmm. Thank you,
2: Raquel. You're welcome.
1: Zifa,
0: you. why did you want to become a member of SOC?
2: So basically, I joined like Brooklyn College on spring semester, 2023. And I was just roaming around. I used to do nothing on my free time. <laughs> I, I just sit back in the cafeteria or the library and this semester uh i found, I got this email from kslc like they are high uh, they are getting uh interviewing like new members so i was like okay let me just uh, put, uh fill out the form and i interviewed with raquel it was she was so sweet to me as i'm like yeah <laughs> she's too nice and then I, uh, so basically the leadership club, like I, I like to lead, like in my work too. I always telling people what to do do this, do that. And like <laughs> I try to help them out also. So just by the name, I was very interested to join the club. And once I got in, I saw all the events we are doing, all the things we do. That's like not like normal club. Normal club activities are fun, but. <laughs> This is something serious and fun at the same time, so yeah, that's why I joined the team.
0: I'm definitely not the one that brings the serious on the fun. Mm-hmm.
2: agree. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the the serious is Kimberly. No. Kimberly- <laughs>
2: Kimberly- let's
1: let's put that up to a vote.
0: Oh <laughs> wow! Okay, for the next, you know what? <laughs> let's do it. So the next <laughs> we have we're gonna definitely have a poll, and for the next podcast, we'll get the result of the poll.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: My question is for you, Ricardo. My next question is for you, Ricardo. Yes. What was your first impression of SLC, and how has that changed since you became president?
1: Um, okay. <laughs> why is he putting me on the spot? You're why, the president. Why do I need to critique the club that I'm now leading? <laughs> uh, Raquel, Who does
0: that? Raquel, have you heard of the State of the Union with <laughs> president comes out and like, yeah, this is your State of okay. the Union.
1: Okay. So I've you know, I'm still pending in my new member presentation, so let's put that out there. Um, my first impression of the club when I joined, I think I joined when we were planning business matters. Um I thought that it was really exciting for me to be act to be honest. I was very engaged. Um, I was really excited about meeting the guests that we had. I believe we had Centerbridge, PwC, and I'm not sure if...
0: Aeon and Deloitte.
1: Aeon and Deloitte. Thank you. So I thought it was really exciting just being there, just being a part of the school, welcoming the guests and just being very bright-eyed, you know, feeling like, wow, I'm representing Brooklyn College and we're bringing the, these guests in and we want to make sure we have a very good impression. So that was my thought, Day one coming in when we had to host that first event. As we continued through the club, I did see that what we do is a little more than as Naziva said, than the typical club, which you'll just go and hang out and and, and I don't want to say that about the clubs also because they actually do a lot of work. Cause I'm also a member of NABA. And I'm also on the e board of NABA and they do a lot of work. Jessica, shout out to shout you. Out to I mean, like you are hands down, like Standing president. Up. Like, let me just give it to you. Like Jessica, if anyone knows NABA, Jessica, great leader, on point, meetings. She's like running SLC too in terms of her, you know, just her strategy, the dynamics and everything. So shout out to Jessica. But yeah, so definitely we had work to do. We had responsibilities. We had to own our pieces within SLC. And I really liked that it challenged us to do more. And even though we had to maintain our school, our studies and everything, and remember, I'm a non-traditional, so I was also working full-time. So I had three different important aspects juggling at the same time. So it forced me to really ensure that I had very good time management and my perspectives were very much aligned because one of the things that can happen is when you take on more things, you can lose focus in one area or the other. So creating balance across each spectrum was really important. It's not last. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: a very, very, that's a very, very, very. Nazifa, what's your favorite thing about being an SLC
1: member?
2: You guys. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and firstly, you guys, and then like doing something, being responsible for something, like you, it make it prepares you for the future. Actually, like even if you're if you're not, you don't have a job right now. You might you will have it in future and being and part it, of us huh? no, no, no. <laughs> and being part of slc it gives you the responsibility and it prepares you for the future that's for sure yeah it does
0: by the way you guys can answer any questions i forgot to say that i remember last time we had the podcast and they literally ganged up you like, so it's a two-way street literally
2: yeah
0: feel free to ask me any questions if you want to you
1: have any questions for me? I do. I was oh, just okay. I was just about to say on that note. Okay, okay. On that note, let's bring our let's bring our director of podcasts and media in. So Tommy, just to share with you guys, he is so diligent. He is so on top of his work, brilliant mind. And he's leading the podcast for SLC. So we we previously understood that we had a podcast in the past. And for this semester, we have actually reverted the pod- podcast. And one of the purpose of that is to engage you students in joining into the conversation. So today we're, he's featuring SLC members, but tomorrow he could be featuring you. So Tommy, on that note, I would like to ask, how do you feel to be the director of podcasts And what has it changed in you since you have started? You're on your second recorded now.
0: Firstly, I would just like to say thank you for the kind words. (laughs) Uh, I think I don't primarily see myself as a director of podcasts. I just see myself as someone who just volunteered to like take the lead, take the initiative um, like the podcast and making sure we have content to put out on, on a weekly basis. I would say in terms of like, it has made me tap into my creative side. I've always been someone who enjoys listening to podcasts. (laughs) I listen to quite a ton, actually. So it's like, it's an interest of mine that I've always had. So just combining that with the club, I feel like it's something that I've always wanted to do. And thank you for creating the platform to do so. And yeah, as Raquel said, today we're interviewing members of the SLC Council. And tomorrow we might have you guys on a few time to talk
1: thank you for answering tommy that was great yeah thank you tommy thank you tommy do you hear that voice people mm-hmm.
2: voice?
1: that's the voice of the next award winner for podcast
0: oh no let's not, <laughs>
1: that's
0: Let not get see. ahead of, us. <sighs> that's not getting ahead of us, So <laughs> i think on that note and we will be going com- coming to a close of our second segment see you guys soon Bye right, guys hope you guys didn't miss us too much
3: <laughs>
0: on the last episode we discovered why kimberly chose public accounting as her major yes i'm gonna bear kimberly the burden of saying the story again and we're gonna to move to raquel raquel why did you choose your major
1: um, i chose my major for many reasons i had the advantage of working in corporate america for some years And with that advantage, you are better aligned in selecting where you want to go. So I knew that understanding finance was the bedrock for any organization. So it doesn't matter if you're running a small business, a corporation, or if you're even doing your own personal finance when you get paid, it's good to understand finance. It's good to understand the money. And therefore, that directed my decision. Plus, I had a great opportunity of being introduced day one when I joined Brooklyn College. I transferred from BMCC. I was paired with my advisor, Zena Sharperson. Let me just give her a hail. So Zena Sharperson is a part of the business school advisors, and she was paired with me, and she has done such an amazing job at really given me the information that I need to make sure that I made the decisions I've made thus far. And that also helped in me selecting to be a finance major. Now, as I decided that I wanted to be a finance major, an email came up and said, hey, are you minoring? And as I looked through what I wanted to minor in, I realized that, you know what, I'm going to double major and I'm going to double minor because the combination Dang. of what I wanted to do I wasn't able to get it in one thing. So I decided to do a finance, BBA finance and um, economics minor. And then I did a business management and organizational behavior minor. So those four studies combined together should potentially align me to graduate with two bachelor's degree, which I'm very excited about because, as I said, I'm I'm going to... Thank
0: you.
1: But as I said, I'm a non-traditional student and I transferred into Brooklyn College. So I transferred already with my associate's degree and therefore those credits helped me to bypass and the combination of my courses as well helped to kind of play the role for the other. So those were some of the factors that guided me to becoming or studying finance because it doesn't matter where I go, I'll understand the money. I know where the money is and I am able to utilize that to drive business decisions.
0: So any of our listeners, if you're looking for where the money is, where the bag is, give her call a call. She knows where the money is. <laughs> and Nazifa, why did you choose to study information systems?
2: So basically, I I was looking something in tech and then I was very interested in business too. So information system is the combination of both of them, like tech and business. So that's why I chose the major. And I just started, like I'm I'm a freshman, so I just started and I'm hoping that it will bring something to me. So <laughs> the effort I'll be giving, I hope I'll get that back. And uh, yeah.
0: Definitely, you will get that back. I think it's all about the hours you put in and the hours both seen and unseen. It definitely just put it, just keep up with the hard work and t- definitely it will pay off. Literally you're a freshman and you're already involved with SLC, like you're already helping like in uh organizing events, like reaching out to people, networking. Those little steps you take right now are gonna pay a huge dividend in the future so keep at
3: it i just want to add on to what Tommy said i give i want to give a big shout out to nazifa because when i was a freshman i was not doing what she was doing like i was just coming in and out of college I was just trying to literally get the credit and leave, get the A and leave, like, you know? But she's actually just like being on campus. Like, you could tell that this is like, she belongs here, you know? Like, you could see the effort that she's putting in. You could see that she actually wants to, you know, break out the shell and just, you know, be more open and be more social. And I just want to give a big shout out to her because that's such. That's a scary thing to do, especially since you're a freshman. And she just came, right? You came in 2021, you said, right, like mm-hmm. to the U.S. So, honestly, like, big shout-out to her, like, coming, like, to the unknown, coming into college, like, that is crazy. Like, props mm-hmm. to you, girl. Yeah. yeah,
1: that's that's pretty awesome. Yeah. I agree. I agree.
0: Kimberly, you're better than me. You came to class. My freshman year, I was at home.
3: Yeah, you see? Yeah, I no. so it was,
0: like, online?
3: Yeah. Oh. I always,
0: I, used, I always joke. I always make this joke to my family because my first year, I was... My first year at BC was online because of COVID. Yeah. And they would be like, How is how's college going? I'm like, I don't know. I had <laughs> to <the day>. Literally, <laughs> I've had no campus visit at Brooklyn College. So it's like I didn't get to campus until I would say like
3: 2021, right?
0: 2021. I think my spring of my mm-hmm. sophomore year. Yeah, yeah. My first time in college.
3: Yeah.
0: And I stream in my first class with a good professor. Shout out to Professor Benedict. No. You know what? I'll cut that out. That's a bad look. Okay, shifting gears a little bit. Raquel, I wanted to know, this is something that's always been in my mind to ask you. What are your goals for SLC? What are your visions for SLC?
1: Oh, that's a really good question. Tell me about that question, everyone. So there's a lot of things I have in my vision for SLC. And one of those is making sure that SLC has a really strong presence on campus, not only at the Koppelman School of Business. I do believe that when we think about business, it's interconnected. If you're a doctor, while your profession may be working on patients, but there is a business that channels right underneath that. If you are a filmmaker, while you're focused on the art of making a film or any of any of that, the, the the entire landscape of that has the business as a bedrock under it, right? So I would like to see SLC having more partnership with other schools within Brooklyn College. I would like to see more of a United, Event, right? Where we have not just silos with different schools, but we can come together as leadership and have something where we can engage students to get to know other students. So that's one of the goals I have. Um, We've already executed um, a few of the goals that we had, which is the podcast. Very proud of it. Really think it's going to be a changer for the future for Brooklyn College and the students having a platform. And also um, our clubs and faculty, making sure that our students are engaging with the faculty. We have a yearly luncheon. I definitely want to continue with that. And we have our KSB Summit, which is a summit that includes, again, visits from or representations from the external world, which is industry leaders. And we also want to do community work. So, I know Kimberly, as I said, she's phenomenal. Her team is phenomenal. All of our teams are phenomenal. Um, We are going to be doing more in our community. We want to give back to our community, but we want to make it not just a one time event, we want to have it more frequently. So, those are some of the things that I'm initially thinking about with SLC. And lastly, SLC would like to really merge or see where we can merge our computer science students. We are working now to see how we can attract computer science students to join SLC. Um, Right now, we have Naziva as our Director of Technology. But the reason why we're seeking more computer science students is so that we can build on the server that we currently have. And we already have an existing person on our team, Nelson, who will train any computer science student, and we want to leverage your skills to build a website for the business school clubs. And we're happy to also build websites for the other businesses, right? Other schools, I should say, whether it's humanities, whether it's film, you know, we're happy to build the website for you utilizing the computer science students. So if that's something that interests you, definitely reach out to us. Um, I'll let Tomi share more of her contact information. But those are some of the initial things and the goals, Tomi, that I see for SLC.
0: Those are very like ambitious goals, I would say. Yeah. And to, to reach out to the other business department, not business department, other oh, schools. Who? You can definitely ask Kimberly. She knows all the schools. There. That was Did yeah. this To the listeners for the first episode, mm-hmm. I had a question about if you can name the different schools. That's in Brooklyn college. college. So, Raquel, can you give it a go?
1: Um, I can try. I think we have humanities. We okay. have um, Computer. film. Uh, film, right?
0: It's not film. Uh, uh, TV,
1: TV, and media.
0: V- visual and theater arts and performing arts. Performing yeah.
1: arts. We have um, science. Yeah. And we have business, cool. and there is something else.
0: Social science.
1: Yeah, humanities, isn't that? Humanities, humanities.
0: Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. So there we go. We,
3: we had a... No, there was also a school of education. That's right. Too. Yeah.
0: This is why I say you should always listen to Kimberly. Kimberly yeah. has all the answers.
1: Yes. So I hope that answered your question, Tommy.
0: You more than answered my question, I think anyone would a little bit confused as Raquel said. Uh, keep listening to the podcast, and hopefully, I will share more information as time goes by. And also, follow us on Instagram. You know, yes, I in, I think it's compliment SLC. Yes,
1: yeah, post
0: sure. on Instagram, follow us. Uh, where else? TikTok. TikTok. Yeah. Uh, Victoria's killing the TikTok. By the way, shout out to Victoria. Shout out to Victoria.
3: Victoria,
0: Victoria and Emily. I forgot to say Emily's yeah, the marketing
3: director. Yeah. Marketing. Yeah.
0: Also. Connect with us on, li- on LinkedIn. Oh, yeah, and LinkedIn. Jenny.
3: Jenny. Jenny too. Yes.
1: yes.
0: Huge, a huge impact. Jenny's also one of our newest members, making a good impact, solid impact. Hmm. I always like to play games game because I said I'm the fun person. So I also, I have, as usual, I have something else lined up. So basically, this is a, would you rather question? Oh, gosh. Just bear with me. It's fun. <laughs>
3: Which are funny?
0: Would you rather travel the world for free mm. for a year or have 50,000 to spend however you please?
3: Um Nazifa do you want to go first? Uh yeah. What try- was the second option?
0: Would you travel the world for free for a year or just be handed 50,000 right now to just spend however you choose?
2: I choose the money always. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Good. That
0: that. Okay. Choose the money. Uh, Kimberly, what would you choose?
3: Oh, we don't have to give an explanation. Oh, I thought she was gonna explain why she chose that. No. Just... That's
2: self explanatory
3: Okay.
0: us go for the money. You know what? I'm not even mad. That's good.
3: Um, I would go opposite of Nazifa. I would take the the traveling for a year. For free? Yeah, for free.
0: Where would you want to go? Top. Okay, give me top three spots you want to visit.
3: Top three spots. Okay, so um, I want to go to. Well, I've already been there before, but I want to go again. I love Spain, but I went to Madrid, so this time I want to go to Barcelona. Oh, Shout out Barcelona, Mallorca, all of that. Oh. You know where it's at. Um, Let's see where else I would want to go. Oh, Switzerland. Beautiful, beautiful Switzerland, but it's so expensive, so that's why. So it's Switzerland. You
0: can some chocolate if you come back. Oh, yeah, of
3: course, of course. And I want to go, honestly, like Japan. Japan is, like, crazy pretty. Yeah. I think those are my top three.
0: Right, Kyle? what
3: would you choose yeah i yeah i'm thinking
1: about it so i'll definitely take the travel because um 50,000 now unless i invest in a property and spend that money right but it's probably going to be more costly for me to travel so and that's just my ideology guys so it may be different for everyone but i'll definitely travel for for three places um definitely go to jamaica Hello, Montego Bay, Montego Bay, Jamaica, Jamaica. Jamaica. So I'll definitely go to Jamaica because obviously I'm from Jamaica. (laughs) Yes. Um, but also always wanted to go to Morocco and always wanted to go to Greece. Greece.
0: Fly me out to Greece.
3: I want to go everywhere at this point. Like everything she said. Also,
0: (laughs) I have a funny story about Morocco. So when I first came to the US,
3: wait, you went to Morocco. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> Ooh, I was
0: I was People would always ask me, where have you been to? Where have you been mm-hmm. to? And I would go, I've been to Dubai. Ooh. I've been to the United States and I've been to Morocco.
3: Oh, nice.
0: Caveat, I only stayed in Morocco for like four hours. <laughs> it still counts.
3: It's it still counts. You landed. I you were there. Lived
0: in Casablanca. I literally went all the way, I did the place. So now I just say I've been to Morocco. Did I step out? No. no. <laughs> Does that matter? No. I think I think I would also go.
3: If that counts, I went to Portugal too. Layover. Layover Definitely. flight. Let's count, that, really. Let's count our layovers, guys.
1: <laughs> count- Make sure to count your layovers. Definitely.
0: Count your layovers. If it
1: got
3: stamped, it counts.
0: Exactly.
3: <laughs>
0: I think I would go for a travel as well. Travel?
3: Of course. Yeah.
0: And where would I want to go? I want to go to.
3: I always want to go to Italy. Italy is nice. All that food. pasta. I know you're a big food guy. Food, so Yeah, the
0: mm-hmm, food yeah. should be yeah, great in more. Italy. Also, I want to go to Canada. I know that's Ooh, pretty Canada. close.
1: We can drive to Canada. told me that. Yeah. Let's drive to Canada yeah. on one of these Maybe.
0: Canada's
3: pretty, though. Vancouver? Let's go to Niagara Falls at minimum.
0: Yeah, book that ERF. Send that <laughs> ERF. <email. laughs> yeah, let the USG approve it. <laughs>
1: For a disclaimer, that was just a joke. Yeah. We are not abusing the ERF process. We are definitely sticking into protocol. We're working with USG. Power to USG. Thank you, USG. Thank you. USG. That was just a joke. Yeah. But yeah, back to it. Yeah, we can drive to Ni- Niagara.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. Niagara Falls. I've never been there, actually. That's so sad. Well, but, anyways, keep going, Tommy. Give us a. <laughs> I think yes. the
0: reason why I want to go to Canada because most of my friends are there.
3: Oh, okay. so that's like
0: literally most of my guy friends, like those are okay. yes, yes. And lastly, uh, it's Paris for Paris? reasons yeah. I say, it's literally Paris,
3: of course. Um, it's Paris. I, I don't want to be controversial, but I've seen I the southern pa- part of France is way better than the actual like touristy part of France, which is like honestly everywhere. Like, the touristy parts are not the best, like, there's obviously like other. Better places in France. No offense to anybody that's like you know. Sorry, sorry about that. I don't. I don't know if it's your your dream to go to Paris, but Paris is honestly like New York City, but people speaking in French. Like I don't know, like you know. but Have you been? I haven't been, but I've seen like people post about it, and it's not really the best. It's literally New York City. So, but I'm not trying to like you know crap on your dream or anything. Oop, cut that out. I guess said crap. I'm not trying to like you know bring down your dream or anything, you know, dream big and go to Paris, but just letting you know. <laughs> Sorry,
0: probably gonna swap that out for uh, maybe I was just about to say Russia, I shouldn't say that.
3: Uh, no, Russia's so pretty though,
0: yeah, Russia's very pretty. Yeah,
3: the architecture, the, ar-
1: yeah. the archi- architecture, the architecture, thank mm-hmm.
0: you. I forgot I speak English very much, yeah, it's very pretty. And my final question is, would you rather stay the age you are physically forever? Hmm. Or stay the way you are now financially forever?
3: Ooh. Oh my gosh.
1: I can go first on that one. Okay. Definitely not staying financially the way I am forever. <laughs> but um the age I am now, um, I would it's it's kinda tough because I really wanna yeah. Okay, go-
0: you know what better question? If you could pick an age so far to live in For the rest of your life, what age would you go back to live? Like literally, could you go back to when you are 12 and just live that out like a continuous loop? Just pick an age.
1: Yeah, so I'm going to stick at first and I would say, gosh, you know, with all the experience you learn, it's almost like you don't want to give that up. So if I can go back to an age and keep the experience I have today and keep it in a loop, hell yeah. Let's strike it for age 21.
0: Okay, 21. Nazifa, what age would you play in a loop back to
2: back? I'm 22 right now, so probably I actually don't want want that. Like, I don't wanna like stuck in an age because I want to experience the old age. And <laughs> okay. okay,
0: that's a good no. answer. <laughs> I want to die. Oh wow! I think Nazifa is the first person I've seen literally say, "I want to die." You
3: know what?
0: More power to you. Yes,
3: power to you. <laughs> more power to you. She's so real. It's so funny. No, I get what she's saying though. Like that's just the cycle of life. I guess that's what she's trying to say. She's trying to die. I think. I think. Sorry. Um, for me, um, I am th- I twenty? Yeah, I- I'm twenty right now. So. 20? Yeah, I'm 20. 20. Am I 20? Crap, I don't even know if I'm 21. (laughs) I don't know. I forgot. I think I'm 20, though, guys. Shoot. 2003, do the math. Yeah, you're 20. I'm 20, right? Okay, yes. Um, Let's see. The age that I would go back to or if... I don't know. This is a really hard question because I'm 20 right now, obviously, and I've learned a lot in my life, and I feel like 20 is, like, prime where you, like, learn and you make mistakes and you still have a lot of time ahead of you, you know? not saying that you're you could be like i don't know like 60 like you still have time ahead of you you know what i'm saying but like 20 is like where you learn and like you're you're still like your brain is literally still developing you know so but i don't know honestly i miss my childhood so bad and i just i just love not having responsibilities and just being like at home i want to go back to like middle school age well how old was i in middle school i don't even know probably 13, I would be 13. I would go back to when I was 13, when the world was still innocent and it wasn't like how it is now. There was not much technology. We would still be going outside to play. Just like, you know, I want to go back to that age. And I wish it was still like that right now, honestly. But, you know, the world is advancing. So I would just go back to when I was 13 or 14, around that age. What about you, me?
0: What age would I go back? I think I would stay... Because I'm currently 21. 21. I 21? Would stay... Twenty one, cause I think say this, cause I always like to break down my years in like, uh, in blocks. So I say my first fourteen like just develop uh formative years for me, just me growing my habits, my manners, and like, uh, stuff I want to my principles. Yeah. Establish my principles. No, fourteen to twenty one was like me establishing my principles. Twenty one, I think it's me
3: already having them established
0: having them established but like also just going out into the world a bit more Mm -hmm. like coming out of my shell like interacting with people a lot more like being more open to relationships in terms of like just people in general Mm -hmm. and just being me being free being expressive i think sometimes i've always limited what i could do based on my parents approval and validation that's true so it's like at 21 now i'm like trying to be my own self trying to be an individual
3: you made me want to change my answer now. Perhaps. Change it to 20? Well, yeah, say to 20. Well, I'll add to
1: what Tommy is saying. Mm-hmm. because I'm I'm a little I'm older than all of you guys. Yeah. Um and I would say there's something so special though about experience. Yeah. There's there is there's almost a, a a spiritual realization of discovering something new about yourself that comes with growing. And it's hard to give that up, right? So it's definitely a tough question. So I don't know what you guys think. Maybe you can comment mm-hmm. once this goes live and is posted. Mm-hmm. And let us know what age you would like to be if you had to go into a loop and if you would give up your experience or keep them.
3: Ooh, I like the way you worded
0: that. That's a good call. That was That's good. Action. That's a good yeah. call to so To yeah. the end of this podcast.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: How do you guys feel so far?
2: Um, do, do you guys want to answer
0: it? I just mean in general.
2: I yeah, people. I feel like we are answering a lot of questions. That, that's great. And usually, I'm not the one to talk first, mm-hmm. but today you're making me talk. That
0: was intentional.
2: <laughs> and yeah, I think people will enjoy it. And our next guest, they will be more interesting than me. No, don't say that. Oh.
0: I didn't know you were twenty two till you said that.
3: Yeah, same. Mm-hmm.
0: think you here, it's making like, in terms of like, opening up a little bit, and that's really what I want this podcast to be. I want you guys to be your authentic self in terms of like, being a real and being vulnerable, like just sharing what you guys want to share to the public. And also talk about business, of course.
1: <laughs> yeah, business yeah. professional. So I would say I am very happy to be here and. Happy is the word I want to use because I'm really genuinely relaxed being here. Um, Definitely experienced a few difficult things the past couple of weeks. So being here and just having casual conversation definitely helped. But to shift it a little bit um, to talk about, I want to really talk about my team. So I'm going to start with Naziva. Naziva. Told me if you'll give me the floor. Of
0: course. Um, it was yours, Mr. President.
1: Naziva <laughs> has been such a phenomenal member of SLC. She joined just this year. Um, She has only been in America, Naziva, for one year now. Two years. Two years now. She came from Bangladesh. Bangladesh. And she had to learn English, like, just really <laughs> yeah, kind of develop. And all of that. But when I interviewed her, she was just so determined to be a part of the club. We, I think we missed her schedule twice and we had to reschedule a couple of times. She graciously took the interview. When I asked her the question, she answered really well. She came on the team. We didn't have a tech person. We have Nelson. Shout out to Nelson, everyone. He builds our website. He keeps us going from a tech perspective. But she came on board and she was just ready to do the work. I'm so proud of her and I really want to shout out to her today and say, Naziva, Mm -hmm. you're doing a wonderful job. I want you you to be proud of yourself and I am so proud that you took on the leadership role to lead our tech team and I am hoping that with this podcast that we're going to have more computer science students or information, anyone that wants to be a part of SLC to apply, to be interviewed, to be screened and potentially become a member. And then on to my director of operations, Kimberly. Kimberly, where do I start? She's <laughs> she, blushing. No, I'm not blushing. But, it's just the way you said it was so funny. But Kimberly is Kimberly is my right hand. And I say that without apology. It takes so much to run SLC. And my operation team made up of Kimberly and Tomi and Amoy. Have been phenomenal. Kimberly has to know everything that every single segment of SLC is planning. She has to make sure that all of her plans are operationally strong. She has to make sure that every ideations that are created, there is a bridge to carry those ideas over to the finish line, and she does that seamlessly. She manages her schedule for school. She does keep on top of her grades, and she does a great job. And then Tommy. Tommy has been, as he says, a veteran. (laughs) But what I appreciate with Tommy is that Tommy will be in the room. Tommy will sit there. Everyone is talking, and then Tommy speaks. But when he speaks, we all listen. And I really want to compliment Tommy for that. He is very poignant in how he delivers his message. He's also very respectful. He's a true leader. And when I tell you he's a brilliant mind, he is a real brilliant mind in every facet of the word. So I'm very proud that Tommy was able to stand up our podcast. This is our second recording. And all of them each have been a wonderful leader in their space, managing school, time management, doing well taking care of each other and i want to shout out to the um brother club the alumni team thank you guys for the work that you're doing or clubs and faculty team thank you for the work that you're doing peter najiva alumni Trey, tom zamal amoy who has been so kind to leverage her skills across the board and shout out to naheen our vice president for continuing to support and do the work and
3: am I missing anyone? Our marketing team, Emily. Our
1: marketing team. How could I forget? <laughs> marketing team. You're like the, <laughs> the nucleus of us. So Emily, thank you so much for everything you do, Victoria. A wonderful addition to the team who's also a new member. Jenny, thank you so much for the work that you have done, continue to do. And Jenny is also a non-traditional student. So, and Amoy is also a non-traditional student. They're all part of the graduate school. So I just wanted to also shout also out. Also Tom Zemo. He's and Tom a grad- Zemo graduate. is also part of the graduate school. So, SLC really has a very wonderful blend of diverse backgrounds education, cultures, and everything. And I'm just really proud of the impact that we're having. And shout out to Dean Wu for always being that support. And also Philippa. Philippa has been really that person we can always go to. So thank you. And I know that was a bit lengthy, Mm -hmm. but listen, when you're talking about persons who have helped you, you can't go forward without saying thank you. So my gratitude to everyone.
0: Uh, This is why Ricardo's president so humble. (laughs) So I just want to say a quick thank you, guys, for joining me. Of course. And it was really, really. Well, it was really great having you guys on for our second episode. Yeah. It was less chaotic. Would you say, Kimberly? I think we.
3: Um. Yeah, I think it was less chaotic, but. I like I like the way that you host. I think you make it fun and you make us comfortable to like actually speak. So have, yeah. shout out to the, to you, Tommy. Thank yeah. you. Mm-hmm.
0: I definitely didn't pay them for them to say that. <laughs> so to end, we'd love to remind you guys to register for the upcoming days of Business Matters and follow us on all our social media handles at Koperman SLC. So Koperman SLC. And that's a wrap, folks. I've been your host, Tommy, and we will see you on next week's episode.
3: Bye. 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 <laughs>